how we do it animals to open the pod it's a fucking zoo in here that was supposed to be an elephant i'll do it in post <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna edit in a better it, elephant noise in post yeah i like that how about the uh, jurassic park do you know that for the dinosaur like they threw in like an elephant and a zebra and they just mashed a bunch of different animals together yeah, t-rex make... was just a zoo yeah i mean i guess we don't know what the dinosaurs sound like but mm-hmm. i wouldn't have assumed it's just all the animals bunched up against yeah you'd think it wouldn't be you'd think it may be a frog because of that dino dna mm. they really didn't act too much like frogs the dinosaurs didn't yeah were they supposed to act like frogs no i thought they got they did reproduce they weren't supposed to reproduce it was a mosquito right they got the blood from a mosquito right but they filled in the missing links in the dna with a frog they used frog dna and voila dino dna still the best thing i've ever said in class big pop I don't get it. You don't remember the line, the little, the squirrely DNA guy when they're giving the tour? He's on screen. He's like, that's how you get dino DNA. And my biology teacher said, uh, and that's how you get. And I burst in, go dino DNA. Fucking class lost it. Oh, I've never seen the film. Proudest moment aside from my, it's my money and I need it now. (laughs) Yeah. To, uh, if you want to know what Adam's stand up comedy is like, just take a cross between a guy who says dino DNA <laughs> and a guy who yells, it's my money and I want it now. And uh, that that sums up his stage persona. That's me in a nutshell. The salty part that you're not supposed to eat. Oh, we've been through that. Uh-huh. So welcome to the Adam Asks Chuck podcast where Adam Asks Chuck podcast. <laughs> and Chuck says, yes, let's do it again, Adam. All right. Episode welcome. 51, probably. Somewhere in there. I think we're, we're almost rounding out that uh, year mark. Oh. I think we beat it, actually. I think we got a couple of corrections in. Thanks for those. If you're a local comic and uh, you think we're idiots or a comic from another scene, hit us up. We like doing it. It's ah. fun. And uh, if, if we're a comic we don't respect, we say we have we have scheduling issues. And that's that's a way of telling you, uh, hey, we like you anyway. No, uh-huh. we, we like all you. There's no comics we don't respect. No, reach out. You know, we have fun. Uh, we're above the comedy on Club on State next to uh, Gravy Live, the only uh, game show app where there's 300 people. And I might host it just so that I can plug the podcast here. Yeah. I'm really going to push. Our old buddy Joe, you remember him from the the Ford episode? He's he's hosting it over there. He's uh, no longer at the CC on S, but that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. You know, it is here. Uh, how about this? Speaking of ping pong balls and the part that I just cut off. <laughs> Charlie was at the Mall of America, bought a pink Super Ball and would not stop playing with it where there's fucking escalators and balconies and you were running down and up escalators. Up escalator, chasing after your fucking bouncy ball. I've never been more embarrassed. It was a fond memory. It was a real look into what it would be like to have children. And uh, I tell you (laughs) what, I got to schedule my vasectomy for the following week. And we had some time to kill up in the Twin Cities. So we went to the Mall of America. We looked on the directory 
for all the stores, and the store that we thought was most interesting was referred to as Marbles, the Brian store. <laughs> and we both went, we got to go to the Brian store. Yeah, there was a spelling error, wasn't there? And then we went to the store, and we realized it's the Brain store. Mm-hmm. They misspelled it on the sign as the Brian store. I got a brain tickler there, and I'll tell you what, that thing never gets used. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm still a little confused. I spent about a dollar on a bouncy ball. I like that we went to a store where it's like it's all mind and puzzle games to like keep you sharp. <laughs> we bought the dumbest thing. <laughs> I bought a bouncy ball and you bought something that massages the top of your head. Yeah. Some people call it a scalp. <laughs> yeah, I think that sums up this podcast pretty well. So mm-hmm. we're like, do we want to be stimulated mentally or chase around a ball? <laughs> pretty much. And you've come here to learn and we've come here to teach you about bouncy balls all right so what i want to learn here is uh you know sometimes you're out at the bar all right it all started when i was a kid and i was out at the bar and uh, some guy goes hey uh real tough huh and he stuck up his dukes mm-hmm. uh which reminds me i had a friend who if you startled him he would like put his fists up but he did it in like an old-timey way where they're it, like his arms are almost fully stretched out it was the funniest thing like the notre dame guy the note. Oh, uh, I see. Yeah, where he's the fighting got, like, Irish the guy. Duke's way, mm-hmm. way out. I'm like, that's not how you should be defending yourself. Bad, but, bad boxing posture is very funny to me. Uh, hey, well, I'm glad you asked. I have a boxing question. A boxing question. Yeah, if the religions were to box, uh, would the Muslims win, Muhammad? Ali. Yes, thank you. Hey, yes, <laughs> Ali. Uh-huh. Uh huh. okay. So just to to take what's a step a, back what's and uh, what, what's his old deal? Muhammad Ali's whole deal. Uh, I know one thing. He's on a post. He's got like one poster. Nobody, nobody has a poster of him just like leaning up, smoking a cigarette or whatever healthy people smoke. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all, it's all that one with the fists up or whatever it is. It's black and white. Fists up. Or maybe is he standing over someone? I picture him standing over somebody. He just finished a big punch. Yeah, that's the probably the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, we've got a, so our buddy Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. Uh, you really hit that H. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how they do it down that... in Mexico, okay. not where he's from. No, what was Muhammad Ali his actual name? It was. He changed his name. Okay, legally in the court of le- the law. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. So uh, jury found him Muhammad Ali. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so he's born Cassius Clay. Oh, I've heard that. I believe he's born uh, probably kind of in the South. That seems like it makes the most sense. Okay. So he is American. I'm not going to lie. I did not not even know that. Oh, he's American. That would make sense that people are really... Would people really root for... Would they be like, ah, the best boxer in the world? He was from Brazil. Brazil. Well, I think we've got... Uh, what's that one boxer's name? Oscar something? De La Hoya? Yeah. Who's the guy who's like a congressman in... Uh, in... There's a politician boxer? Yeah, he's like the most famous boxer. Oh my god, that would be fun to reflect on his career if he had a long political career. Be like, oh, he was so smart and progressive, and then his ideas really started going off the rails as his brain became mush. Wow, his brain is mush, and then he got elected. Uh-huh. He's, well, he's that little that's uh, why I like sled dog so much. He's a tiny little feisty fella, and he's uh-huh. got like a mustache, and he's older now. Boy, I don't know, man. Uh, not Oscar De La Hoya, but Manny Pacquiao. Uh, Manny Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao. I think he's wherever he's from. He, like, represents a district, which I just, I don't of think Of Columbia? Uh, no, not that big of a district. <laughs> okay. But... District 9. Yeah, no, not that one either. It, he's, like, the equivalent of a House of Representatives rep, mm. which, if you've got a little bit of notoriety, you can get a seat in the House. It's yeah. not that hard. All right. There's, like, 528 of them or something. 558? 68? 
don't okay. Know. Is there that many? Oh yeah, there's a lot yeah, of people in that right. house. It's uh, they should make a movie about it. Call it Animal House because uh, uh, a lot of elephants. Sounds like a T Rex in there. Yeah, fucking zoo. I see. Now that I think about it, I get emails from this uh, whole countable thing, uh, and it always the votes are always like five hundred to one hundred or whatever. What are these emails? It's like, hey, your representative representative uh, just voted, mm. and so it always tells me when they voted, and you can look at what they vote. I never do. Yeah. Um, but I've given up on feeling like uh, like I'm holding them accountable, and just started taking joy in the fact that I get these emails at like eight at night. Mm. So it's like your representative just voted, and I'm like, well, <laughs> glad to know these assholes are still at work when uh-huh. I'm out here having a having a beer, podcasting it up. That's a nice feeling. Yeah, I always, I think like, you know, it'd be nice if there was just a really simple way to understand what was going on in local government and uh-huh. what our politicians are up to. I wish they just like told us, hey, your local representative voted on this and that. And then about once a month, I get a rep from like, hey, it's Representative Taylor. It's your rep. Here's what I'm up to. And I was like, how the fuck did you get my email? Get the hell out of here. I have no uh, interest yeah, yeah. in actually following up and reading <laughs> right. any of the information there's so many times where i've been like if i could just one place be like here's what you need to know here's what you need to know and then i literally get new york times daily emails and i'm just like half the time i'm just like ah, clear this out of here my email is too cluttered i, I kind of feel like if you read the front page of the new york times every if you just read every headline on the front page of the new york times i think you'd be doing okay yeah that's kind of what this email is it's like a daily brief mm. so i do it sometimes it's nice other times i'm just like too much junk yeah, it's, it's tough, because that's how they do it in movies. They always spin like a newspaper at you. They just give you that big headline. And they can pretty much sum up what happens over like a three-month period by just spinning those papers into the screen. I imagine in the movie scene of Muhammad Ali's life, a lot of papers spun. Mm-hmm. New guy on the, on the block knocks out, you know, the guy that sells grills. Mm-hmm. Cassius Clay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So he... Cassius Cassius. Yeah. I'm telling you, people want people want to hear uh, callbacks. <laughs> Was that a callback? <laughs> Fashishis Jesus? When did we talk about Fashishis Jesus? I don't know. We've talked about the the man in the sandals before. All right. Fashishis Jesus. Uh-huh. Well, let it happen. Cassius Clay, uh-huh. he's a boxer and he's a big boy. Fascist Cassius. Fascist? <laughs> well, actually, I'm going to say he's more of the opposite of a fascist. Okay. He's a... Uh, I don't know what's the opposite of a fascist. Mm, a democratic person. I, I was gonna uh, say hippie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think that works. A big old stone. Uh, big old stone. Her. Ah. Okay. Uh, or him. So Cassius <laughs> is a big boy. Uh-huh. I'm gonna say he's like six foot three, which is a heavyweight, right? Tall boxer, heavyweight. Is heavyweight, the highest it goes. Heavyweight, the heavyweight, heavyweight champion of the world. That's really the only one we should care about, in my opinion. Interesting. I disagree already. Well, so here's the thing. If you're the heavyweight champion of the world, you can beat all the champions below you. Can you, though? I believe so. Can you, f- Can you? I guess, can you fight up a class and just weigh in under the weight? I think there's nothing stopping. Nobody wants to, but okay. Yeah, it's weird if two boxers want to fight each other and yeah. they're like, ah, too bad we can't become the same weight. They should just let them fight. Right. But then, but that's not how the whole... Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to be within the class you're fighting just because why not? But the thing is, I feel like so much of it at a certain point is just who can take the biggest fucking beating? Yeah, and that's you those... can take a beating as a little guy. It's like me being stronger is not going to help. It's me fucking running around, climbing up his leg. I see. Like the fucking Jack and the Beanstalk or whatever. Mm. Knocking him on the head, David and Goliath. I'm pretty sure that the a 220-pound boxer... Who who fights other two hundred twenty pounds? He can he can beat a hundred sixty pound boxer. Like he's yeah. gonna win that fight. He's he's got a bigger wingspan. He's got a 
bigger chest. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, they have different styles, but I'm pretty sure that heavyweight can beat all the classes below him, typically speaking. Okay, because there's a whole speed factor. There's a speed factor. But also, it, you tall, you just bop him on the top of the head like oh. that, uh, that rabbit. Uh-huh. Peter Rabbit. Yep, picking up the field mice. I think they're called mincy, mincy mice. I think they're called field mice. Picking up the field mice and bopping on the head? That's what, how I knew it. I think it's picking up the meansy mice and bopping them on the head. I don't know what a meansy mouse is. I don't either. That's why that Peter the Rabbit, nobody liked him. Your parents were smoking something. No, I watched like a video and they kept singing, picking up the meansy mice and bopping them on the head. Okay. I'm telling you, it's meansy mice. All right. Let's just believe everything on the TV. Yeah. I mean, what else are we going to believe? <laughs> I don't know. I believe you Those on this podcast. It seems much less... <laughs> All right, so the, uh, we got Cassius. He's uh, fucking eating meansy mice for breakfast. Crack a couple eggs, cool hand Luke, put in the meansy mice, blend it up. Protein. Precisely. Give me his diet. His diet? Yeah. Um, I feel like back in the day, these fighters weren't, they, they weren't doing like the really protein. They didn't quite get diet. They liked eating meat. They knew that, right, they knew where to get the protein, but they had to like blend up a steak right like i'm pretty sure i'm supposed to eat a lot and i'm very hungry mm-hmm. so they eat a bunch but they just kind of stumble upon a diet whereas now everybody's got their protein powders and their the i don't know why they drink the raw eggs i don't know why you can't fry those eggs up yeah it's like do you really not have time to cook an egg it takes two minutes buddy mm-hmm. you can fucking microwave it i'm sure i don't know can you probably uh mike and egg you mike yeah. and egg so back, good. back then they're just like the body knows what it wants and what I, the body wants is to punch other men Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's what, what most bodies wants when we boil it down. Yeah, we're all holding, we're all holding it in. Mm-hmm. So Cassius, he he gets, you know, he eats his fruit and veggies. He gets big, and he becomes essentially just the best boxer okay. in the world. So back in the day, there used to be like high school boxing, right? Like I'm pretty sure my high school had a boxing team when my dad went there. Really? Yeah, that's insane. Maybe not mine. They had wrestling, but that's still a thing. I think there might have been boxing teams. I was boxing back in like seventh grade. We had a uh, couple of, we had two pairs of boxing mitts at uh-huh. my house. Yeah. One of them was like a comically small, like just really kind of thin boxing gloves. Yeah. Like an old school, you'd see somebody in a gym mm-hmm. where they're like, you know, throwing rubber balls around and stuff. That's how they work out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? One of these yeah. like old wise. Right. It's like those kind of boxing gloves. And the other pair... Did you say old wives? What did I say? <laughs> okay, I know what you're referring to. Oh, you I, said, I said old wise, as uh, in a okay. YMCA. Oh, okay. So there's... It's fun to sing, Adam. Mm-hmm. There's the, the little boxing gloves, and then we also had these, like, the pu- they were like punch pillows or something like that. Yeah. Like big, stupid-looking boxing those gloves. Those Hulk things, were they air? Remember those ones with air in them? They weren't those, them? but they were, like, they had a lot of padding, uh-huh. and you looked pretty silly. Yeah. But I do know what you're talking about. Those big inflato ones. Yep. Those seem safe. Until one pops. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then you fucking kill a kid. Yeah. That's horrifying to think of. Uh, so we had one of those. So we'd box with them. But one guy, to make it fair, you didn't want to get with the big silly ones and the guy with the little ones. You swap. So one Each. person would have their left hand would be small and their right hand oh, would be big. God. And the other guy would go the other way. And it was a comical, uh, comical boxing match. Oh, my God. Yeah. You watch out for one hand. That, that behooves the... The guy with, I mean, there's not many, were there many Southpaws in your neighborhood? Uh, not a lot of Southpaws. Okay. We had a similar thing, and uh, the kid next door was so much bigger than me. I got my ass kicked uh, 99 times, and then one time, uh, he swung at my face, ducked, got him in the gut, made him cry. It was great. Hmm. 
Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, inflicting pain on other people. It's a good time. That's a good... Landing a nice punch. Mm -hmm. That's uh, that's a nice feeling. I did it in high school a couple times. People had them, and I'm like, yeah, I don't like this anymore. Mm. Really hurt. Landing a nice... Taking taking a punch. Taking a punch to the head from a high schooler. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, I don't don't like this in the fucking parking lot of a playground. This isn't how I want to spend my time. No, no. Uh, So then I started doing drugs. Is that that so? No. Okay. Wink, wink. Uh-huh. Or I, got a, I got a drug test in a week, and I never do drugs, but because we didn't have sweets, the only thing I had was a free pot cookie someone gave me. Uh, I snacked on a pot cookie and then found out the next day I had a drug test in like a week. <laughs> hey, what are you going to do? Uh, Continue to be unemployed? Probably. This <laughs> could happen. <laughs> Seems realistic. I'm going to steal Charlie's piss in his sleep. I would give you my piss while I'm awake. Also... Okay, I don't have to siphon it out of you like an old... <laughs> An old car that I, where you take one of those hoses, you like, <laughs> yep, suck kick, and then have get to it cough go, and then you, spit it out. You gotta like turn it over the edge of the bed and uh, <laughs> get it draining. Boy, one of these days that's gonna become valuable enough that people are gonna start doing that again. My piss? No. So, well, I mean, if everyone starts doing drugs, uh, maybe your piss will be. But uh, <laughs> I meant really, gas. Oh, okay. I'd really like people to just ask me for my piss. It would inflate my ego, and I'd be. Totally cool with it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't need these people siphoning me in the middle of the night because <laughs> I can't promise piss. All right. That was a crude joke. Okay. So we're moving on. So we've got Cassius the Clay and he's he's king of the world. I think he yells that at one point. Oh, Actually, really? Now that's Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, <laughs> Does he box? Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah. Now I'm thinking in Titanic, but I'm also picturing, <laughs> didn't Muhammad Ali do something? Oh, I'm the greatest in the world. I think he yelled that once. Mm-hmm. That feels like a line of his. People, people like it when you call your shot and make it. Yes. I don't know. There's something just like, oh, he knew. He he wouldn't be stopped. How many people say that kind of shit and then lose? Yeah, I mean. We the, got a, we the, got that Conor McGregor, right? Is he, he's a real talker. He's a real talker. That's kind Has of his. Has it bitten him in the ass yet? Uh, I'm sure it has. I'm sure he's lost yeah. some lost some stuff. It also feels good to beat the guy calling himself the best in the world. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's why we respect it is because they put a target on their back mm-hmm. and then if deliver. they can, they can deliver, it's like, well, good for that guy. He, uh-huh. but if they don't deliver, they rightfully open themselves up to being mocked for a long time. I mean, putting a target on your back in boxing, that seems like a surefire way to win. People chasing you around the backside and you just keep slugging them mm. like, <laughs> idiot. that's pretty smart. The real targets on my face. Here's a fun thing about boxing gloves mm-hmm. um, is that back in the, when they, Initially, they used to just bare knuckle box. Right. That was all really? the... Okay. That was what boxing was. Uh-huh. Or or no, they had gloves, but the gloves weren't very good. Right. The gloves were very thin. That's yep. it. Yep. And when they invented like a thicker, more protective glove, the deaths went way up. Oh, because of it, momentum? No, because it didn't hurt your hand as much. Ah, uh, yes. So people used to hate punching people in the head because right. their hand would really hurt. Oh, that makes sense. And they're sense. like, now the gloves are more protective, and they just started murdering each other. Okay. Because the gloves weren't protective enough, and they'd punch the dude in the head. All right. And they'd die. But it was would the, it be even safer if we went down to finger gloves, like like uh, those weird rubber shoes people run around in on their tiptoes look silly? Oh, yeah. They just those, had a little rubber padding on their knuckles to not cut. Those people do look silly. Don't they look insane? There's this one guy at my gym, and I cannot take him. He's such <laughs> a, he's like a really tan, like, ponytail, beard, good-looking, like, super-toned dude who's wearing those shoes all the time. Uh, around the gym? And he is stretching. Like, 90% of the time he's in the gym, he's doing some insane stretch where he's all about flexibility. An impressive stretch? It's, that's what yoga's for. 
He's like doing yoga, but like on top of the weights. I don't know what he's up to, <laughs> but it looks like he's going around the gym trying to be like, I would be very limble, limber in bed. Is kind of uh, okay. Are there a lot of girls at your gym? There's some gals. Okay. What? Uh, I doubt that's his angle. You need but to when download I'm, Snapchat just because I want to see what this guy's whole thing is. I'll send you a picture. He's Learn a, very, a couple of moves. He's this a very, sounds like a subscription to a teach you how to sex class. Yeah, he's a good looking fella, <laughs> and I'm sure. He, I mean, he's probably in that 99th percentile of flexibility. But when I'm at the gym, I'm always in such a bad mood because yeah. I just don't want to be working out that I just watch every other idiot working out, and I'm like, look at this big dude lifting his fucking 60 pounds like that's gonna fucking matter you gotta uh-huh. curl 65 pounds sitting down you dummy ones where is this gonna get you in life and i'm just resenting everybody else at the gym i hear you but anyway the uh cash is quite he probably he spent some time at the gym and it paid off for him because he's got a career these people in my gym no career how that's young what, are people starting boxing how young i think he probably started in high school Cut. I think that's a reasonable age to start yeah. boxing. Also, there's no reasonable age to start boxing. Because, yeah. It's barbaric and insane. But mm-hmm. It's a pretty cool sport also. These kids wrestle now. I think that's a lot safer. Oh, but for sure. Nobody's clobbering. No. Well, I mean, you might get called a, a queer and then someone might clobber you. But it's true. And they uh, they do get those gross cauliflower ears. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, boy, the boy, that's a good warning to people in the bar not to, you know, fight you. It's a good point. Mm-hmm. You ever see that film, The Expendables? The animated thing? No. I'm thinking The Invincibles. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, Schwarzenegger and a bunch of buff dudes. Oh, yeah. Aren't they old, though, or no? They're, just, they're all like, a little old, and they're like, we could be dead or something. Uh-huh. Sly's in there? Yeah, it's a silly movie. But, yeah, Schwarzenegger's on it. Sly's in it. A lot of cauliflower here? Well, there's a guy Smoke in it. Like an organic farm up top there on the shoulders. Whoever that guy who's famous for his cauliflower ear is, um, one of those original... famous guy? Chuck something. Chuck Lindor. Oh, Liddell. Liddell. Uh-huh. I named it Chocolate. Uh, <laughs> but Chuck Liddell. Yeah, he's the only white boxer I know, too. They Can't introduce him in that movie, and they spend about one minute acknowledging the fact that he has a cauliflower ear and explaining it. What? As if Why? that was good. As if they couldn't just shoot around it or not explain it. Yeah. They're like, look at your silly. They're like rib him and stuff. Uh-huh. But it's clearly just like they just needed to. Weird. Did they be, did he, he's like, yeah, this is what happens when you fight? Or were they like, I have a weird medical thing. Stop making fun of me. I think he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I used to wrestle. Because they're kind of like, it doesn't quite fit his backstory. So we'll shoehorn it in there. Mm, boy. How important was his backstory for a movie where a bunch of old guys just go around and very unimportant murders or whatever they, the fight murders i don't know they all got put on an island and they just had to like machine gun their way out of the island okay <laughs> all right so he's boxing he's winning and then we go to war with vietnam oh yes and we go to cassius clay and we go hey cassius you have to go fight the war what that doesn't make any goddamn sense it seems a little ridiculous how old was he He's probably 26. So he's, he's like not... He's prime fighting age. He clearly can't be like, oh, I'm flat-footed. I can't fight in a war. We're not asking every 26-year-old to go fight in the war. We just thought he'd be good. He got drafted. We weren't drafting that. He had to be younger. Uh, all right, he's 20... Did we ever draft in 26-year-olds? I think we draft 26-year-olds. Yeah, but it starts at like 18. Oh, yeah. All right, maybe he's like 22. I don't know. All right. So we draft Cassius Clay, and he go, they go, Cassius Clay... And he goes, that's not my name, name anymore. He goes, uh, you tell Cassius Clay that, <laughs> yeah, he's he's not a real person. I'm Muhammad Ali. I have converted to Islam. Oh. And he is like, and I am a pacifist. 
How many? Okay. Is that a, is that a common thing in uh, Islam? What? Pacifism? Muslim? Yeah. I think they must have been related. He must have. Okay. There's a branch. There's a pacifist branch on that tree. Uh, yeah. And he probably, because he converts, so he goes, he, he's like, I really read it. I got really into it. Mm-hmm. And I took away the pacifism part of it. Uh-huh. That was kind of my main takeaway. Okay. <sighs> Excuse me. This is the Westboro Pacifist Church. Mm-hmm. Um, People have weird takeaways is what I'm saying. I didn't mean to get that whole, that whole thing involved. Yeah, nobody... We're, we're not endorsing them, nor comparing them to Nor Islam. do they endorse siphoning your friend's piss while he's sleeping. <laughs> That's their... That <laughs> no. is not up their alley. <laughs> I've read their signs, and it explicitly says not to do that. <laughs> okay. Uh, so they draft him, and he goes, I'm not going to go fight in your dumb war. It's a dumb war. And this was... He's coming from a guy that gets hit in the head for a living. Even he, he got saw it. the sign, and the sign said, long-haired, freaky people need not apply. Long, um, you can put your hair up under your hat. No need to... Damn it. Is that, the, is that a lyric? Long-haired, freaky people need not apply, so I put my hair up under my hat. Uh-huh. Went in to ask him why. Okay. He said, son, you look like a fine young man, suitable for working for me. So I pulled that hair out from under my hat, and then he says something. I don't know, something real sassy. <laughs> okay. He says, well, what, do you, what do you think of me? Or something like that. I, I, th- I was like, I hope Charlie gets this. And he uh, got way better than I do. I, yeah. Sign, signs. Uh-huh. So, um, actually, a pretty fun song. Uh, so, Muhammad, I think it's, it's based on that time as well. Because there was, this was a war where we were legitimately like, hey, we don't need to all go fight in the Vietnam War because mm-hmm. it doesn't make any goddamn sense. And so, Muhammad, they go... Hey, buddy, go Oh, fight. you got to interject here. Uh, so Madison, during the Vietnam War, was a little crazy. Protests and stuff. Mm-hmm. We did a comedy show. Mm. And someone on stage, the very funner, funny Total Milf, a.k.a. Toller Wolf, a.k.a. Toilet Normal booth. Nipples. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thanks. Um, Actually, was... I think he's in my phone as Toilet Woke. Cause <laughs> okay. That was just the autocorrect. All right. Uh, he was speaking to someone in the crowd about the uh, the... The bomb. There was a bomb that blew up he, a. He didn't bring it up. Okay. I think because we we're at the Capitol Brew show, and he's like, "Ah, you look like you're some Madison hippie from right. forty years ago." And the guy's like, "Yeah, I was friends with the guy who blew up the building." Right. <laughs> and apparently, they never got one of them. There were two guys, and it just basically sounds like this guy knew who the other person was. I think they they still don't know who blew up the building, and this but guy's this just guy like, sounds like he did. He's like, "Yeah, smoking powder the night before," and we we're all like. Oh, all right. It's very believable. It's a very otherwise it's an obscure poll. Like, it is an obscure. It's a real weird lie. Mm-hmm. But those are the best kinds of lies. Yeah. But I believe the guy. Yeah, me too. Uh, nice guy. He seemed nice. I don't know. I don't feel like blowing up that building was a very direct point. No, I guess well, I don't T- Toller was blowing up that building. So good on you, Toll. Yeah, it was a good headline. It said I was yeah. impressed. Before the show, he's like, I think I'm going to do like uh, 20 and get the fuck out of here. And I'm like, whatever you want, man. Let me call it for a half hour. Book him. Anyway, so, yeah, they ask him. They say, hey, Muhammad, we'll call you by what you want to be called, but you got to go over to Vietnam. And he lays out, here's my reasons why the Vietnam War is not good. War is not good. This one in particular, we we got a problem here. We got a problem here. And everyone goes, you're a punk. Screw you. This is just another black man who wants to get out of going to war mm. um i don't know if that's a stereotype but i, I get what you're saying that's a positive one in my opinion I, yeah you still kind of want to get out of going to <laughs> yeah, war i think so good thing to get out of mm-hmm. so they 
they convict him of draft dodging. Okay. What's the sentence for that? I think he, he got prison time. Okay. And then I don't think he served. I think he's like, well, I have a bunch of money. Can I give you that instead? And they went, yeah, I guess that seems fair enough. Okay. But then he couldn't box for a while. Huh. But he was like, that's cool by me because he's, he's also a pacifist. But I guess... Pass a fist through people's face. Exactly. His boxing bags were filled with money. That's why he couldn't box nowhere to train. Mm. Yeah. Funny that they have a purse. That's that's what they win. What? But they win a purse? Yeah. It's always called the purse. Why? Well, I didn't know that. Yeah. So Is the, it just a bunch of money? Yeah. I've heard the term purse. It's just a, just for, a reference to a bunch of money. Okay. Yeah, we could, they don't we, give it to him in a purse. No. But that would be yeah. fun. That would be hilarious. I would watch just for that. Yeah. They raise their hand. They do the hand raise, and then the reveal is that one of those hands is holding a purse mm. or a clutch. Mm. I never got those clutches. How do you not forget every clutch you take out as a gal? Oh, I don't know. I also, mean, how some... do you not forget, especially because your brains are smaller? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's not where I wanted to go. The boxer's brains, though, scientifically smaller by the end of these careers. Oh. Like in brain damage. I feel like they'd get bigger. but Swollen? Swollen. Mm. But yeah, it doesn't. You don't get smarter just because your brain swells up. Yeah, you know, you ever feel a baby soft spot? It is so creepy. Oh, yeah. I had a dream, a fucked up dream. I had a brother who's 11 years younger. Mm-hmm. So when he was a baby, uh, I was like 14 and I had a dream, uh, you know, maybe 12. had a dream that I smashed a hammer through his soft spot. Oh, no. I know. I felt, I still feel a little bad. Goodness gracious. But now he's got a pretty hard spot. Thick skull, stubborn m- motherfucker could use a little hammer on the head. Your brother's 11 years younger than you. Yeah, guess I don't, 18. Guess I don't think about that. Guess you don't know about that? I said, I guess I don't think about that. Uh, I think that's yeah. a big gap. I think of him, he's, he's tall enough that I'm like, oh, yeah, they, they're the same age. But uh, yeah, I mean, I know you're not the same age. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, so Muhammad, he's out of boxing for a few years. He comes back. I think he does some positive civil rights things where he's like, hey, you guys uh, hate me because I'm a black guy, but that's ridiculous. And people go, all right, a bit of a valid point. I don't really know what he did in civil rights, but it was positive. He okay. was good for them. Yeah. And also... So he was a, yeah, he was a, a political figure in a way. He had, uh, I mean, the war and then the black thing and... Yeah, he's in, he's in the spotlight. And people criticize celebrities and athletes for speaking out all the time. They're mm-hmm. like, hey, you're an athlete, play your sport, but... I mean... It's a platform. Yeah. It's like... Hell yeah. You're telling this guy to play a sport. You're just a dude who nobody knows who you are. Yeah. If I disagree with it, though, you should go back to doing what you do. <laughs> if I agree with that, hell yeah, use your platform. Make the world better. Mm-hmm. So, he, he's one of those guys. And he's an outspoken, um, easy-to-dislike fella. Oh, okay. I thought it, people were really big on him. At the time, not as much. Okay. Kind of in the same way with MLK, everybody, like, you can't find someone who i mean you have a scan but everybody's like i love martin luther king jr uh-huh. greatest guy in the world when martin luther king jr was alive everyone's like fuck this guy it, you know huge portion of people did not like him same okay. with muhammad ali everybody's going what a stubborn cocky ass of an athlete okay uh, probably the same way we'll look back on colin kaepernick in 30 years where we go hey this guy oh, yeah. spoke up he sacrificed his whole career mm-hmm. is to- he not on the team no, he's not. I'm not a foosballer. Wow. Okay. Because yeah. of the knee. Yeah. I mean, he's not particularly good. Okay. But he should be on a team. Yeah. If he were really good, he'd be on a team. Uh-huh. But um, he's he's he... good enough to be on a team, and he's not. So, but everyone's like, he's he's very polarizing right now. Mm-hmm. 
I imagine 30 years in the future, he won't be polarizing. He'll be very clearly yeah. like a great symbol of blah, blah, blah. But same thing with Ali at the time. And Ali, I, I mean, to be fair, Ali's rather unlikable because he's writing poetry and then yelling it at his opponents and stuff like that. What? Yeah, he's one of these uh, words myths uh-huh. where he, get, he says him, things. But I don't believe him. Says things like, sting like a butterfly, fly like a bee. Mm, I, close enough. Uh, float, no, like fly, a float like a butterfly. Sting like a bee. Sting like a bee. I didn't know he wrote that. Was that part of a larger poem or was that the whole poem? I think it was the short, whole poem. <laughs> they were short poems. But it is, if you turned on SportsCenter and there's some guy rhyming <laughs> and then declaring that he's going to win, uh-huh. you'd be like, well, this guy's pretty interesting. Was he pretty light on his feet? Yeah, he was. A, or, he was they, a, or were people like, "Come on, you're a fat ass butterfly." No, no, that was the thing. Is he's he's a okay. he's a huge boy. All right, and he's also just nimble as a. What were his weaknesses? Not many. He's the greatest in the world. Okay, I didn't know if. I mean, I think as he got much older, less I think likable. If if you uh, you're complimenting your eye float like a butterfly and sting like a bee, people would be like, "Yeah, but also you're uh, you know fucking you got a soft belly." Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. He might have a little belly, but I think he's in pretty good shape. Yeah. I'll say I'm not confident I would have liked Muhammad Ali. Okay. Because like, like right now, I don't really care. Like I root against LeBron James. Yeah. Not because, and I, I like, a lot of people are like, LeBron James not actually that good. Or uh, they'll say, hey, screw this guy. He shouldn't have opinions or whatever. I root against him just because he's the best mm-hmm. and he's aware that he's the best. And I don't enjoy watching the best person win. Okay, That's that makes sense. Me. Yeah, it is boring. So with Muhammad Ali, I'd have been like, ah, this guy's really good. He always wins, but ah, shut the fuck up. You don't need to rhyme. Just do your job, which then you look back and you're like, this guy's pretty cool. Yeah. For for okay. his rhyming and his... his... <laughs> for the things we hated him for. Mm-hmm. Winning and rhyming. Mm-hmm. He's always making a stink. And then you realize later in life, those, those sometimes you gotta smell stink it up. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so give me the timeline of like the big, I mean, what were like the, the uh, I don't want to say linchpin, because uh, the whole racial element, mm. but um, also going to take that out. <laughs> uh, boy, Whew, I, do, I do not float like a butterfly with my words at all. <laughs> um, all right, so give me like the big, his big fights, the big fights, the big um, turning points in his career. Yeah, so there's at one point he beats... Joe Frazier. Oh, who's that? Uh, Jumping Joe? Is that a... Do they have a nickname, Jumping Joe Frazier? Everybody's got a nickname. Why would he jump? I don't think he actually... He probably bobbed around in a way where they're like, that guy moves so quick, it's like he's jumping. Okay. Like, Shoeless Joe Jackson. Pretty sure he wore shoes, but people are like, he runs like he doesn't wear shoes. Okay. Which sounds worse. Yeah. Local hero, Elroy Crazy Legs Hirsch. Local? How local? He went to the UW. Oh. Played for the Badgers. And somebody wrote, somebody watched a Badger game. We switched sports. I didn't know that. Yeah. But he wrote, they wrote in the paper, Elroy ran like a demented duck. His crazy legs flew all over the place, left and right. And that's why he got the nickname Crazy Legs. And that's why we got that little marathon or whatever it is. No way. Yeah, you didn't know that? Wow. Yeah, Crazy Legs Lane or whatever. Real herstory lesson. Herstory. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so everybody's got a nickname in boxing. Okay. They also like to nickname their fights. So he beats Frazier. They yell, down goes Frazier, but I think that's a different fight. You heard that one? No. Down goes Frazier. But they re- they nickname it retroactively? Well, they didn't. I guess that makes sense. They didn't call the fight down goes Frazier. That would have been pretty rude to yeah. Frazier going in. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> do they like, call that retroactively or do they have a different nickname for it going in? I don't know what they called that one, but yeah. they always, they like, people in boxing really like to rhyme uh-huh. because the big fight he's famous for is the rumble in the jungle. I'm aware. Mm-hmm. Or I've heard the term at least. And that's him versus um, lean meat champion of the world, George Foreman. Uh-huh. George Foreman, of course, had uh, something like five sons. He named them all George. Yeah. Real Wait, name. Really? Yeah. Oh, God. He named all his kids George Foreman. <laughs> like, junior, was there like a second and a third? I don't Usually know. That goes generation. It'd be weird if all your brothers were like, yeah. George Foreman the second, you're George Foreman the third. Yeah, it's confusing. It's, I would not recommend. You're in the house, someone, uh, you know, you see a broken lamp and you're just like, George, and everyone scatters like mince mice. <laughs> uh, you ever read that? There's some, uh, some nursery rhyme. Now, what was it? Dr. Seuss, some lady who named all her kids the same thing. That was a fun one. Oh, I don't she had that. 23 kids and she named them all like Stooge or something like that. It was okay. something weird. She live in a boot? Uh, no, that's a different I weird picture lady. like three nursery rhymes. Where ladies are riven, living in boots. But I forget, you nur- you nursed for like, what, four years? Nursed till the age of four. You need a lot of rhymes if you're going mm-hmm. to nurse that long. As I say, it's uh, it's very healthy as long as you stop before memories begin. <laughs> okay. Each transition from memories to memories. <laughs> the smaller the gap, the healthier the boy. Yeah. Hence me wanting his piss. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you my piss, all, all right? right? I'm, I'll tell you if I need it soon. I'm going to take a little at-home test. So, I think the rumble in the jungle, George... Muhammad Ali has a uh, a promoter named Don King. And this guy's a kooky-looking fella. That sounds familiar. Yeah, he's got, like, really high hair. Did he steal from him? He might have. He seems like a crooked fella. These promoters, they're crooked fellas a lot of times. Yeah. And he does things where he's, he's hyping it up on both sides. So... He, they want to get a lot of buzz around the fight, mm-hmm. so they Don like whispers over to somebody who's like, "Hey, by the way, Muhammad, uh, he slept with George Foreman's wife." And somebody goes, "What?" That was, r- and then that didn't actually happen, but stuff like that where they uh, okay. try to spice it all up yeah. and they try to get a lot of controversy going. Because mm-hmm. that's the weird thing about boxing is people, if the boxers are both very civil, people are less interested in watching the fight. So the boxers both get less money. Yeah, but if the boxers make a big deal and they go, "I'm going to spit in that guy's face," and I, I hate this guy and I'll call him a racial slur. when that happens? You think I it's like, hey, by the way, I'm going to call you a racial slur later. I think it's going to help sales. I think there's probably some of that. Like uh, that McGregor guy. Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. Everyone's like, oh, fuck this guy. I want to see his face beat in. Or they go, man, I want to see this Irish guy win. Mm-hmm. So I love his attitude. Either way, he just, he gets better ratings because of what a personality he is. Pol- being polarizing is good. In boxing. You're right. Yeah. So, you know. So that probably helped him being like, I'm not going to war, I rhyme, I'm in touch with my feelings. Mm-hmm. Did he ever like, I don't know, did he have a little cat that he carried around? That seems like a real gentle mm-hmm. giant kind of move of him. Someone else, maybe maybe Frazier stole that move from him. You okay. can't have more than one cat mm-hmm. boxer. Okay. But the rumble in the jungle, I believe, Muhammad uh, was a bit older mm-hmm. and he just, I don't know, took it to, didn't take it seriously enough. Didn't practice that much. George Foreman got in real good shape. This might have been a different fight than I'm thinking of, but Muhammad Ali's last fight. So I think Muhammad Ali won the Rumble in the Jungle. Okay. Beat George Foreman. That's when he, like, was at the peak. Mm-hmm. And then he was fighting at the age of, like, 36 uh-huh. when he was now washed. he's in the Hidden Valley. Too much ranch. Mm-hmm. Slow in the hands. Exactly. And the same thing with, like, Manny Pacquiao. He can still fight. People want to watch him fight. 
but he's not at the top of his game anymore. He's an old okay. guy. So he doesn't fight. He fights, but they, okay. he gets a bigger purse than his talent warrants because yeah. he's got a name. For sure. So, See, once I'm like, oh, I'm going to lose fights from here on out, I'd probably stop. Yeah, but they throw that. You're not going to get another big old purse. Those are your last chances to grab those purses. Yeah. That's why golf's the ideal sport because you're like 78 and you're still winning. Oh, that, yeah. I mean, also, your job is what people work their whole lives to do when they retire. Mm-hmm. They want to be able to afford the ability to go do your job. <laughs> like, that's yeah, Much insane. worse and less successfully than you. Um, yeah, so Foreman's even had the right idea. He's like, I'm going to get out. I'm going to slang grills. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use that. He branded himself well. He had a good retirement. Mm-hmm. Invested wisely. A lot yeah. of these athletes don't invest wisely. Is he known for being a big griller? Like, I invite all the boxers over. You know, we we uh, settle old scores. I invite him over for a couple of dogs. Um, he probably tried to pretend that was a thing he's always been doing. Uh-huh. And the same way where Brett Favre was like, I love mowing my lawn more than anything in the world. And you go, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. No, it's nobody's opinion. Like, you're not relatable because you enjoy mowing your lawn. Here's the thing. Brett Favre's always in those jean commercials wearing jeans while playing football. Uh-huh. I think Tide or like Shout, the laundry company, mm-hmm. should have endorsed Brett Favre's wife to be like, I'm always getting grass stains out of these fucking jeans. I keep telling him to wear shorts when he goes out there. Actually, that's almost exactly a commercial Drew Brees' wife is in. Oh, really? Where she's like, oh, my family's so stinky. Drew and the kids come in and they're all stinky from playing football. And I throw some Tide in the in the oven and cook up some clean clothes. That should be a marketing. Yeah. There you I go. I also should write Harry Potter. Spelling mistakes. Tumble <laughs> <laughs> for. Um, I'm going to have a weird resume if I'm just like, I caught a spelling error in Harry Potter. I, unbeknownst, came up with the Drew Brees Febreze thing. Is it Febreze? Uh, that would make sense. I, Smell, Febreze, Drew Brees. No, I think there's a, um, what's the clothes equivalent of a dishwasher? A uh, laundry Wash- machine. <laughs> washing washing machine. machine. Yeah, one of those. There's one of those in the commercial. Okay. I think you should put that the special ki- skills section of your resume. Uh-huh. Throw, uh, I caught a spelling error in Harry Potter. Okay. That's a good... All right. That'd be fun. I knew a guy who put opposable thumbs on his resume, and uh, I think that's that's endearing. Really? That is pretty funny. Mm-hmm. So, Muhammad Ali doesn't spend his retirement particularly well. Okay. Instead of being like, oh, I could sell some grills, make some money that way, he decides to get Parkinson's disease. Oh, boy. <laughs> Real mistake on his part. I really followed... Did, did Jay Fox follow his lead or vice versa? I think he, he was the guy who made it cool. Okay. Actually, I feel like Michael J. Fox got it first. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he looks fast in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that'll help. <laughs> he's, he's always bobbing and weaving. <laughs> uh, so he gets Parkinson's and then he just like loses the ability to talk, which I guess is part of it. Interesting. So Muhammad Ali essentially doesn't speak for the last 15 years of his life. Oh my God. And then everybody goes, God, we love that Muhammad Ali guy. He's very quiet and solemn mm. and he just keeps to himself. And he's so stoic. Meanwhile, he's got all these fucking rhymes catching up behind his teeth like plaque. I bet he's sitting there and he's passing notes to people where he's like, banana shamama. And they're like, that's not even... His agent's just like crumpling (laughs) up and like stuffing them in his pocket. Your early work was much better than this, buddy. (laughs) Okay, so... So he lost his last fight? Is that part of what happened? I think so. I think he lost that fight. Then he might have, you know, go beat up some... You know, punk kid who was just getting into boxing or some uh-huh. some fights like that, but he lost his last big fight. So did uh, so he won the Rumble in the Jungle, probably where the posters from. Uh, yeah, that okay. sounds right. And then did George Foreman retire after that one, or did he go on for a while? I'm gonna say Foreman 
is more like on the up up and up. Okay. So Rumble in the Jungle's foreman is... Big shot at the king. They're like, I think this guy could be the next heavyweight champion in the world. He's okay. going to try to knock off the king. Uh-huh. And the king goes, no way, George A. Mm-hmm. He knocks him on down, and then he stays the king for a little bit. All right. Interesting. How about this? Uh, you ever seen this... Uh, remember that Street Fighter, Kimbo Slice? Yeah. And he was like, I'm going to be a professional fighter. Mm-hmm. It was like, you should have sold drugs. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Street fights are not above board. I'm just saying you should have done a oh, crime. I, I don't know. Like you should have. I fall. All right. I'm going to cut so much of this. I don't know. <laughs> At least I feel like I'm not responsible for many of the cuts. All right. <laughs> that's true. So that's uh, that's kind of how it went, huh? Gets the shakey shakes. There's no big. Uh, are there big uh, dramatic moments? I guess you had the war and that stuff, but. Was there any wife stooping? Was there any sort of weird drama his agent stole from him uh, that you can think of? I mean, I bet he cheated on his wife or something. Okay. I feel like he's probably got those demons in his past. All right. But then you just go, yeah, whatever. He's a he's a box. I mean, we can okay. like him for some things. We can not like him for others. Also, I don't want to just put out there for no reason that he cheated, <laughs> he cheated on his, his wife. wife. He might have he a... cheated on his diet at some point. We can say that. Yeah, maybe. I... Though he st- he looked like a good looking okay. old man, he wasn't like some fat, slovenly weirdo. Okay. He was always he like aged this. Well, yeah, he looked like a like a healthy old man with Parkinson's disease. <laughs> if you've ever seen one of those, uh-huh. uh, he had a good shape to his head. Oh, see the guy's head? It's a fucking wait. square, but like in a good way. Oh, Charlie is really <laughs> into the square heads. All you square heads out there, send Charlie an email. Uh, Titled, Not Safe for Work, of your square head. <laughs> so he can <laughs> so he can cash us his clay later. Um, okay. We got to get out before uh, we get knocked down a peg. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we appreciate you. Close, I'll give Charlie here the, the closing words while I go get a flat top to uh, better our relationship. Yeah, uh, like Adam said, thanks for listening. Let someone know they should listen. Uh, if you listen on SoundCloud, leave a comment on the episodes. Uh, otherwise, we're doing fun things on Twitter. Follow us there. Have a good rest of your evening. Bye bye. <laughs>